All right, guys, before we start this thing, um, forgive us for how terrible we're probably going to be right now. Just remember, if you're listening on recording and not live, um, this is right after the game. So um, bear with us. I really don't have a whole lot of nice things to say right now, and I doubt anybody else does. Uh, so, um, uh, forgive us what's said in the next, uh, several minutes. Uh, Gabby, you on here? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Riles, I just put you on, buddy. Well. Dude, I hate this game. I told you at the beginning of the game. I've seen this game so many times, and you made fun of me because you're like, oh, North Carolina State, whatever, but. Uh, yeah. Purdue, I, Purdue Athletics is the gif of Sideshow Bob stepping on a rake. Every I swear to God. single time that there is prosperity and the path is clear and they will take 15 steps out of the way to step on the rake. Every time. If any of my friends are out there listening right now, if you send me another damn picture of a peacock, I'm gonna kill you. Seriously, all. yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. If anybody starts messaging me, like I've had so many messages, I'm getting really fucking freaking pissed. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> no, this is uh, this is rated R. Let it out. And no, honestly, what I would say, like the first 32, 33 minutes, Purdue was keeping St. Peter's in the game. Last five minutes. St. Peter's just flat out whipped their ass. That was – they – Purdue looked like they'd never seen a press into a matchup zone. They were committing well, stupid, they fouls, stupid fouls on uh, back cuts. Sasha fouling Eddard on a three when he's three steps behind him and decides that he's going to jump at him, which you're two feet off to the side. You're not going to mess up his shot. The only thing you're going to do is run into him. So what does he do? Run into him. So that was a great uh, four foul, no point half for Sasha, and, you know, really going out on this story there. It uh, just, just like for me, <laughs> the from the beginning, it just wasn't great. The turnovers, the sloppiness, the um, I think he even tweeted like the predetermined passes, like nothing felt fluid at all during this game. And this I thought, was a very, very tight, nervous looking Purdue. Like, yeah. they were scared that if they knew if they lost, they'd be another anecdote in history, and that's kind of what their play reflected. And yeah, I'm going to be the first one to say it, and people are going to be mad about it. But players got to play, but it is on a coaching staff to make sure your guys are loose, keep them, let everything right, kind yeah, of so- oh, drop some easy baskets, and – Matt Painter is the king of horrible body language. He, anytime you cut to him close in a tight game, he's standing there looking like he just saw, looking like a deer in the headlights. And the only thing that's moving is he's licking his lips. He doesn't have any words, just tongue on the lips. And that's, I don't know why. I mean, Jaden was terrible tonight. That's I don't even think terrible even comes close to describing it. But awful. That's they finally had some offense going when they on that little run when they were down four and they went up four by just basically okay we're gonna clear out we're running 
Jaden and Travion pick and roll. We're going to run it until they stop it. And they couldn't. St. Peter switches up to that matchup zone late. I know it's a little tougher to run it. There's possessions there late. Jaden wasn't even touching the ball until there's five seconds in the shot clock. That's your best player. I know he's played like crap, but trust him to do something. It's just well, and what about Sasha? Sasha? Sasha hit three threes in the beginning of the game, so I thought, okay, he's going, and then never saw him again. No, he, uh, uh, Sasha. He, uh, this is the story of Purdue for the ages. You're your stars, your seniors, they just shrink to nothing when when it really matters. And we let the other teams step up and step on our dicks every time we want. That, um, you know, Sasha ended up four of eight uh, uh, from yeah. the field. I think it was three, three of seven from the field. <laughs> he was doing yeah, good. Boys. I'll take that for Sasha. But Hunter, I'm saying, he was having – he was having a good game, and like as I'm saying, it was like he was non-existent because we weren't. There was no place for him. I mean, I don't even think the story is the game. It's not the game. It's just this program. You know, I mean, how do you? The freaking seas have parted for you. You're playing a 15 seed in the Sweet 16 to get to the Elite Eight to play probably a beatable team in either UCLA or UNC. It is so on brand for this team to lose this game. I mean, it is so on brand, and we can never break that mold. We can never break out of this. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know what the hell's going on. I was going to say, so we'll go to our group text here. Um, Painter. (laughs) Like, what do you guys all think about this? I said, look, we're going to – it's maybe not us three, probably us three, but who, whoever speaks tonight, there is going to be a shitload of pain or hate. And you know what? He probably deserves a lot of what he gets tonight. And I said before this started, we're all extremely emotional right now. Um, I didn't even know if I could do this live. But um, so there's going to be a lot of bad things said. And anything that is said, um, you know, forgive us if you're listening after the fact. But I think everybody on here is probably going to feel the same way. So, part of this comes down to, if you want to talk about and say, well, what does coaching have to do with the players have to play? When everything was going south, when Purdue was recruiting by recruiting stars and not skill, there was a concerted effort by the Purdue coaching staff that we need to have shooters, we need to have versatile guys that can shoot the ball. The downside of that is, they only ever at one time have one person that can make a play off the dribble. And that's what you saw late. St. Peter's could run multiple actions with two different ball handlers who could make a play off the dribble. I mean, Eric Hunter dribbles a lot, but I don't expect him to break someone down off the dribble and get to the rim or get, or like Banks was doing and get those little seven, eight footers. You only have one guy that can, uh, beat people off the dribble and Jaden and that dribble was going 17 different directions tonight. We just it's lost just, We just lost a 15 seed in the Sweet 16. That's it's very I Purdue. I can't even deal. Jaden Ivey, I love you, buddy. I love you. I love that you chose Purdue. I love that you chose the black and gold to wear the black and gold. He had to have the worst game of his life. Good luck in the NBA, my man. I mean, I, you know, maybe he can have a long career. I have no idea. But watching him turn the ball over and give it to the other team, not just tonight, 
but many, many, many games this season, I can't stomach it. I just can't stomach it. The, and I, I hate to say that about specific players because they chose to come and play for my school. Yeah, I, I mean, he's good. He's good. He's good, and he's won many games for us. So you can't sit there and say that. I mean, he won an Ohio State game for us. He won an Illinois game for us. He's won. He had the game when he shot last for the game. Like, you can sit there and place the blame. His, he's good his, his body language tonight was just terrible. He, it was yeah, terrible. It was and that's not the first game. That's not the and, first game. And it's, you know what? Someone might have screwed up. You might not get a call. Don't jump up and down and flat. He's always been Get like back that, on though. defense. They gave up a basket because of that earlier. It might actually He's been, been like and one because he threw a bad pass and he was mad that I don't think Travion dove hard enough. So he bounced up and he hung his head and all of a sudden there's a St. Peter's guy running behind him. And the big play that really turned things was Purdue's up four. Trey tries his dream shake that had about a 2% chance of working. The ball gets not swat out of bounds. Jaden's got a off the inbounds, got a nice, he's, the guy doesn't have the baseline sealed off. So he's got, if he can kind of get even with him, he's going to have a layup. And he just loses out of bounds. It's just, he's so loose with his dribble. And it's just, it's attention to detail. And it's just, with this team, it just was never there when it needed to be. It was, it was like, all right, let's take a step back from looking at this team because this is bigger than this team right now because we just we, – we, we could not – Purdue could not uh, – um, um, what's that called? I, we just lost, so I'm, I'm not going to say we anymore. I'm going to say Purdue. <laughs> um, we. <laughs> we, us, whatever. We just lost to a 15 seed to go to, to, for a chance to go to the Elite Eight. What is this program's problem? It, it, and you can say it's Painter. I'm fine with that. But – over the ages, yeah. this has been this. Team, it's been forty-two freaking years since we've been to a Final Four. What the hell is wrong with this program? I mean, I, I know St. Peter's is a good team, and I know we lost a fifteen seed. And the... They've got a, they've got great players. Are they? Should they have been a fifteen seed? Probably not. But I don't care. I don't care if they were a two seed. You, what the hell is this program's problem? Did they build Mackie on an ancient Indian burial ground? Have we investigated that cause thoroughly? No. Because this is, it's. It's bad. I got all these people coming at me. Oh, my God. I got all these. I'm in a hotel right now in, in uh, Georgia, and all these people are coming up to me being like, I'm sorry. You heard me talking. They're like, well, I'm yeah. not like Kentucky. I'm like, well, I mean, we pretty much are. <laughs> I, I, I swear I probably have. 300 pictures of peacocks in my text messages right now. <laughs> Tell them to just screw off, dude. I'm so sick of these people texting me. On the bright side, I have had, like, nobody say anything to me because most of the people who would say something are Iowa We're fans. Iowa. So, <laughs> so, at least Purdue made it to Sweet 16, I guess. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I'm so depressed. Like, you guys don't even know. I sat in the bathroom for half that game in freaking tears. Like, why do I care this much? It's a dumb basketball game. Like, talk me off a freaking cliff, dude. No, I can't. They're, they're, we're over the cliff. We're there, man. I, I don't know what, I, you know, I don't know what to say. It's, it's, 
we're obviously very emotional now. Like, will it feel any better tomorrow? No, it won't. This tournament sucks now. It always sucks when Purdue's out. This tournament uh, is dead to me <laughs> because I know that <laughs> Purdue could beat everybody left in this freaking field, I guess, except for St. Peter's. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this, this, do we, if Purdue plays St. Peter's uh, 10 times, do they win? They I mean, how, do they? I, I don't think they do. No. Not I no, I, no. The St. Peter's outplayed Purdue tonight. I mean, they're they're in the second half. How I bet we played. It doesn't 10 mean minutes. that they, they nine out of ten times were way more talented than they were. You're out of your rocker. Just get off the line. <laughs> we played for ten minutes in that second half from the half court logo. Our half court offense was and we, we were dribbling the ball on the half court. I don't know. Maybe maybe we need to shift. Painter's focus needs to shift away from the seven and a half foot centers and just go get guards. I mean, yes. just go get guards that can play basketball. The guards are coming, not until 2023, but they're coming when you get everyone's so excited that we got this bird guy from Sweden, whatever. He's some I don't care. Like I'm the the seven four guys aren't gonna win us games. We need good guards. They're coming. They're just not gonna be here next year. You got to, we get through one more year and you get Miles Colvin and you get Gibbs Lawhorn in and you'll have two dynamic. What about and Ren? Well, he's not a guard. So, what is he? Depending on his, depending on his dribbling ability to save the program, is if we're down to that, we're already screwed. So, but (laughs) I will next year. I mean, they have to go get a guard in the transfer portal. They have to. I don't – you have to get Jalen Llewellyn, who's from Princeton. They're already off talking to Tyreek Key from Indiana State. They're talking to the point guard from Bellarmine. They'll be uh, Nigel Pack if he comes – if he doesn't go to the draft. I can't believe we're talking about the offseason. This sucks. Well, I mean, every – We've always said, like, you can probably depend on one or two of Purdue's main three to show up, and you need a role player to show up. They got, it never happens. They it got never 10 happens. minutes. They got 10 minutes of Travion tonight. They got five minutes of Sasha, and then just from everyone else. I mean, it was two hours ago that we were just in our group chat planning, hey, let's have a let's get together for a freaking Final Four party you know okay so that that was you and you jinxed it so if anyone wants to play i couldn't find my favorite producer i know i know that's it this hat is now defeated by the way you're done you're done all right are we gonna open this up because it's gonna get nasty yeah let's let's do it i'm ready to air it out all right boilers we're gonna let you talk I understand that everybody's frustrated, I, and I really don't even care what you say. Just try and keep it somewhat not too awful. And you know what? I'm going with my buddy, J.D. Arlen, first. Let's bring him on. J.D., you should be able to unmute yourself uh, and uh, talk. I'll tell you what. The uh, the brand of Purdue basketball with the bigs just hasn't been effective in recent weeks. It's almost like they've got to kind of go back to the drawing board this offseason. 
what 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 do we find on the drawing board hey boilers by the way if you don't know who's talking this is jd arlen this is a former wlfi sports reporter so that's pretty cool uh, but what JD? What 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 do we do on the drawing board? I mean, what what's what do you change? How do you get how do you get your seniors and your stars to step up in the big moments? You know, I it's Purdue, the everlasting regular season champion. Even though we didn't win the regular season, uh, they just cannot do anything in a tournament format. Well, when the expectations are the highest, you've got to have a team that can hit those big shots and and, and contest and really have that confidence in their shooting ability. Uh, you know, I was listening to what you guys said about having three or four guys that really made an impact and then getting not a lot from everyone else. It takes a group like St. Peter's where they were able to make a platoon change and just have five guys come off the bench that can really get it done. Purdue's got to have those, those guys that can play at every single position, not just have specialists anymore. And, and that takes, you know, kind of changing – the recruiting plan almost does painter do that i mean do we see painter change philosophy i i don't think so not off of one game because you're yeah. going to hear the same rhetoric as always but what off of what about off of several games i mean we've got north texas we've got vcu we've got cincinnati we've got little rock i mean there's there's lots of evidence now that says that uh this Dude. this style of play doesn't work yeah. in tournament formats and, and do you want to – you begged the question, do you want to start with a new coach? And it could be worse. I mean, you could be no, sitting at the I bottom mean, of the Big Ten. No way. No, no way. way. I, Painter's I, the guy. Yeah, I mean, there. we all feel really Painter, bad about Painter's Painter right the, now. You, Painter's the guy, yet we're sitting here what, trashing every – All right, do you, do you want to turn into the program down south where we're starting over every three years? I mean, what no, does that No, I don't – I'm just – well, or do you want to be the program that shifts the bed every day? I'm – Big game. Well, I, I guess I'd rather be the program that shits the bed every game. At least we're there. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And to JD's point about St. Peter's running in a platoon change. So they're bringing guys in off the bench, and they were got a couple key baskets from guys off their bench. And meanwhile, you have Mason Gillis with a wide-open corner three that I think landed somewhere in New Jersey. I think that wasn't even close. Like, you need – your guys, when they have open looks like that, these role players, they got to hit them. Gillis had two open corner threes. Morton had one from the top of the key. Hunter had a couple from the top of the key. Someone has to make a shot. They have to. It's just – I. there's not really an explanation other than, I mean, the ball just yeah. the basket. Yeah. Your, your star strength, nobody steps up. I mean, Trey had a good game. Um, he, he shrunk down there towards the end, but he had a good game. And Maybe somebody else has stepped up. And I think part of that comes too from the seniors on this team are, from all accounts, like great guys, like wonderful human beings. But I wouldn't consider any of them to be like a stone cold killer when it hits crunch time. I wouldn't consider. Jason can be that, but he's, as you saw, he's kind of flirts the line of his emotional stuff, kind of knocking him out of his game. Like, but this it, team, again, we're talking about this specific team, and I think that tonight, even it, it, it calls for just talking about program wise and his the history of this program. I mean, it's just, it's rinse repeat. We can talk about individuals, 
uh, on this team if we want. But overall, why is it always the same story? And I don't know the answer. Uh, it's incredibly frustrating. Had Carson Edwards not gone off for 40 points uh, in 2018-2019 team, we probably would never saw the 2000 or the late eight. So it would have been the same story. He single-handedly took us there. And... But that was a, a someone stepping up when the moment called for it. This team didn't yeah. have. You this... said we don't have a. We're not having somebody who's preparing us for that moment. <laughs> Maybe I mean I don't know I, I mean I I, I feel I'm like fired up. I'll, I'll take this all back tomorrow and I'll love Painter but I'm really fired up right now. No, I guarantee you won't love Painter tomorrow. It might take a little while. <laughs> we have. Go ahead, Riles or whoever JD. No, I mean I I just would have loved to see more guys get involved tonight. We, you talk about the, the Brandon Newman game or the Travion Williams game. Every single time Purdue has had success this postseason, one guy has stepped up, lead, led the way, and become that vocal leader on the floor. I just didn't see it from anybody tonight. It was a real and, and I don't know what that takes. I don't know how to build a vocal – you know, I'm not a college basketball coach. I don't know how to build a, a vocal leader. But that's, that's what this team needs. Real tragedy that Brandon Newman got hit by a bus on the way to the game today and wasn't available because well, that was fun watching Isaiah Thompson immediately get targeted when he comes in and Sasha do nothing in the second half while Newman stays on the bench. First. I, I mean, we said that in the group chat. You know, we, we, when the moment matters, the 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 rotation gets extremely tight for Painter, and it does every year. I mean, every year. Now, I'm not saying Newman would have came in and done any better, but who the hell knows, right? Who the hell knows? And what what did he what did it even do tonight? I mean, he made a three and he made two free throws. Got <laughs> probably gave up one twice. turnover. One turnover. Don't look. How many how many turnovers did Ivy had? <laughs> Ivy had six. Eight. Oh, because they eight. It was he not had six. Because he had six and six until that last three. So how many turnovers did Purdue have total? Seventeen. 17. <laughs> fifteen. Is it seventeen? I have no idea. I haven't looked. No, it's I just, fifteen. It's fifteen. I knew the Jaden stuff off the top of my head. Okay, yeah. we got a caller. And, and Nick, what's up? Little Rock, North Texas, St. Peter's. Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Okay. So who's the damn Cincinnati? Right, so Cincinnati in that mix. I mean, you're not wrong. I I, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I, we, I going into this game, I think you still had to keep faith. But man, I don't I don't know what the hell the answer is. I mean, there's <laughs> one constant, and I love him. Matt Painter, taxes, death. But, I mean, what's going on? Like, we win the big games. We can't win the easy games. Well, that we was a pretty well, big we game that we lost right there. We lost the Big Ten tournament. We lost the Big Ten. I mean, statistically, we had a week to prepare. We're a foot taller than the tallest guy. Yeah. And we have a lottery pick. Yeah. They have a bunch of no names. Like, yeah. how did we lose that yeah. game? Yeah, I, I agree. That right, this I, is kind of on Matt Painter. I do. I do agree that this is on the coaching staff. Because we fell right <laughs> back into the mold. The mold. Riles, I saw your tweet. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. About 
Painter. Yeah, I want to hear it. It's your team is a reflection. The attitude and how they respond in tough situations is a reflection of the coach. And it's he's never ever looked comfortable in big moments. Like every time they cut the camera to him, it's like he either is deer in the headlights or he's got the face of someone who realized they just left for vacation and they left the front door unlocked. Like it's just, and there was no, I can't believe it took six minutes of the second half for him to call a timeout. That your team. Oh, that clearly is clearly a mess. The first three possessions look as bad as they do. Take a timeout. Just settle them down. Like relax. You, it's he does that all the time. He wants them to play it out. It's take a timeout. All right, we got lots of requests here, so I'm gonna start going with some new new faces. I I don't care. I, I'll stay up all night. We can take everybody if we want, but I'm gonna start with the the, the new guys. So. Um, uh, Grayson, if you take yourself off mute, man, let's hear what you got. Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, sure. Um, I know you guys were talking more program stuff, but I want to say something specifically about this game. This might be an incredibly hot take, but I was talking with my cousin, and he started talking about Ivy in this game, who was, in my opinion, pretty much a liability. What do you guys think about um, playing him a little bit less in the second half or maybe even sitting him for a while and see, see what we kind of – could have got going just because I feel like every time we kind of got in a run, scored four or six straight, he comes down, jacks something up or turns the ball over. I feel like he was a liability. I know it's kind of hard to sit a guy like that, but. Uh, or, yeah, I mean, hey, put yourself. They I mean, sat him the last three minutes of the first half, and that's when had pushed the lead up to six and had a chance to push it up to eight before half. So there was clearly something to it. And, yeah, that's the – his – in love with those, it's kind of his attitude where he goes for the kill shot. He's been in love with those. We got a little bit of a run. I'm going to take this 27-footer, and if I make this, the other team is going to be flat on their back. And tonight, he makes single one of them. Yep. It's... I, you know, I, you know, put yourself in painter shoes. Could you ever, you, could you ever bench your, um, you know, your lottery pick? <laughs> Which I was going to ask you guys, do you? I mean, does Ivy's draft stock New. shrink tonight? No. Not NBA, at all. NBA goes on potential. He's, well, he's I know the- that, but, man, the NCAA tournament does things for you in the draft. So He's got all – I mean, there, I'm not saying there's a chance he comes back, but I don't know. If I'm an NBA scout, I sit there and watch this guy, you know, I mean, can he wear nah, your It don't matter. Yeah, and, it, and I'm not saying that's even bad for Purdue. I, you know, Jaden Ivey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a Purdue Boilermaker. And great luck in the NBA. I hope you make lots and lots of money. And then I hope you donate it back to Purdue and we have a, a gigantic basketball complex because of you. So, Honestly, the thing about Ivy tonight that if I was an NBA scout, that would concern me most is the goddamn moping. Yeah. 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 And that, that's never been Purdue basketball. And it, all of a sudden yeah. it is. And, and, and all like, of a sudden, I, I feel like Painter should have put it as an end to that. Super quick. Super quick. The first, he, that's the first time he's done it. He should have ended that. The first time he did that, sat his ass on the bench. I, I hate I don't want to I don't want to quote Bobby Knight here, but uh Bobby Knight, the best 
freaking um, lesson is when ass eats time. Sit on the bench and you'll learn your lesson. Yeah, I, I can't argue against it. Uh, Alex, you're on, buddy. What's hey, up? guys, can you hear me? Yeah, bud. All right, so somewhat off topic, but you brought up the uh, ancient Indian burial, burial ground. And you got to remember, Matt Painter lives in battlegrounds in Tippecanoe County. So I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. So if Matt Painter moves, maybe maybe things change. But on a more serious note, Sasha hit threes early and uh, obviously was a little bit of a liability in the second half. He had 36 minutes tonight. I don't remember the last time he's had that many minutes. So just another example of that rotation. Wait, who, who, you Say it again. Who had 36 minutes? What would you say? Uh, Stefanovic had 36 minutes. Oh. I Very mean. Three threes in the beginning. I mean, he, uh, you know, defensively really screwed us a few times. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when he's when he's hitting his shots, what can you do? Right. Yeah, that's all. You can let someone else go. Uh, I really have you guys heard me or have I been on mute the whole time? <laughs> You've been on mute. You've been on mute. Right. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Alex, thank you. Uh Noah, you should be able to unmute yourself. Yeah. Um, so just, I mean, watching all the games this year, it feels like we've let people hang around longer than they should have. And you discussed, I think it was uh, Riles discussed earlier, just Jaden Ivey has that gear where he tries to go for the kill shot sometimes. And it's, it's, not, it's not the best decision he ever makes. But I feel like just we have a bad habit of letting people hang around. I understand it's hard to win by 10-15, but do you guys think that it starts from the top down as far as coaching and able to get to that point. We don't let people hang around. Or do you think it's, I mean, do you think players determine that more so? Well, I do think that as, as uh, any fan of any team, you feel like, well, why the hell aren't we beating the shit out of this team? And why are we letting them get back in? That's basketball. It just, it happens. I mean, Gabby, you play basketball, you know, I mean, runs happen. But have we ever, I mean, name what games this year have we have we put a whole this lot of This team's just away? not that great. It, it really wasn't that great, and I think we just got outplayed. I, uh, uh, I do think we take that probably a little. Um, I don't. I don't even know what the word is. We 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 probably feel like that we we don't put teams away more so than an in, in, in outsider looking in. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I mean, and you're right to some to, to some extent. This this team had the talent, uh, had the personnel to be able to just step on throats, and we couldn't. And I, I think a lot. Of the there was a there was a few, I was gonna say there's a few times we were four or six points up. I remember that I thought, okay, let's go and run this, put this away, and they let them come back. I mean, the I mean, opportunity sure. yeah, the did. opportunity was there. I, <laughs> the opportunity was so there. It's so disheartening. It's so disheartening. Um, Andy, unmute yourself. You're up next, my friend. What you got? There's so many colors that everyone says. Where? I'll get through them all. I'll stay here until five o'clock in the morning if we need. Where to. the hell was Brandon Newman? 
would he have made a difference? I, I think he could have. I mean, it's not. We don't know, right? I mean, like all season. Yeah. Give me two minutes. Give me two minutes to see if the guy can catch fire. Yeah. I mean, even because if he's not hitting his shots, he plays good defense. Well, yeah. Sasha, I mean, I, if Sasha's not hitting shots, he's not playing great defense either. I so I mean I I I can tell you what Painter was thinking. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but Sasha was was making his shots, and he feels like that we need that offense. And yeah, I yeah I get that. It's just I think there's no reason Brandon should not be getting he he shouldn't be getting zero minutes, game in and game out. I, I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But I I also I think you step back and say does it does it? Yeah. I know we're all tied up on this game, but man, in my head, I'm like, what what the hell's wrong with this program? And I I I don't know the answer. So yeah, it, we just can't get. I know we had Carson a couple of years ago that pulled us through, but you know, where's the other guys that step up and just be ballers? You know and. If you think about it, had Carson not went on that run, where would we? What would we all be talking about? Another sweet sixteen loss. Well, <laughs> you know I, mean? know, I don't know, Painter. What is it? Somebody correct me when I'm wrong here, but this is Painter's what sixth, sixth sweet sixteen. That that uh, and and uh, Katie had five. Is that right? I'm probably completely wrong here, but something like that. How uh, many did you say Painter had? Painter, I think this is his sixth sweet 16, and I think yeah. uh, Katie only made five. And Katie's generally um, lauded as a pretty damn good college basketball coach. I know he didn't make the Final Four. You know, he's probably the best basketball coach, that, uh, college basketball coach that didn't make the Final Four. <laughs> why, do you, why do we have all these coaches with the best basketball coaches? I, you know, it's, it's a Purdue problem. Uh, you know, is it the curse of John Wooden? You know, I have no idea. I have no idea. We have 10 requests, so... Um, can't remember who just spoke, but thank you. Have we added anybody, guys? Okay. Uh, I'll do. Did they go up by like? Should we go from the bottom or the top? Man, I don't know how this works. Um, Here, guys, stick right. with this. I promise you, we'll get to everybody. I got somebody. This is Josie, I believe. Oh, I recognize that name. Go ahead. <laughs> Josie, um, I feel like the refs wanted the Peacocks to win because of the Cinderella story. But the other part of that is I think that Purdue could have gone over it quicker, gone back on defense because you really can't change how the calls are going. You can just play your best game, and that's how you can rise above people wanting the other team to win. And I just feel like they didn't do that, and so that's why they lost. Love the positivity, Josie. What? How old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen, and you do you play basketball? Yeah. Play okay. All right. This is my niece. Take it. This is my niece. She's a she's a little baller. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Josie. She's a little Purdue baller. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry that Purdue couldn't get you to the date this year. I agree. You know, you can blame the rush. You can blame anything, but Purdue should have been way ahead. That none of that should have mattered. Right. 
shit. I've been on mute the whole damn time. <laughs> God. I just said like 500 words. Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm like the only one talking. Sorry. Uh, thank you, Josie. And and thank you, Heidi. I'm sorry that Purdue couldn't get you to another Elite Eight this year. But you know what? It's not my fault. So I don't know why I'm apologizing for my favorite team anymore. <laughs> um, I just uh, added Tyler on. Okay, Tyler, give us a – everybody else, bear with us. I promise we'll, we'll get to every single one of you. Just bear with – we do have no idea how to tell who got on first, uh, but we're going get, to get to you all, so just stick with us. Uh, Tyler. Habitual Boiler, you're going in now, dude. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously this sucks. There's no excuse. Really doesn't matter if, if you know, refs calls aren't going our ways. This is a team we should beat every time. Um, the one thing I would say is, I mean, I think I loved this team. They they played well all year. It just didn't seem to get over the hump. But it just doesn't seem like they had that kind of just that overall want all season like the Hummel teams did back in the day with Jawan, Etwan. Those guys just, I mean, I mean and they, they it just felt like those guys wanted it every single night and came out. Maybe that's just the yeah. recency bias of this, but that's just kind of my my take. And I mean, I hope I know we got some good guys coming, and I hope we can rebound from this. I obviously still think Painter's going to be the guy. I think he's a great coach, great recruiter, and let's buckle up for next year. Boiler up! I'm not ready to talk about next year yet. <laughs> I Tyler, uh, I, I don't know if I 100% agree with that. I I do think the want was there. I do. I don't think any of these guys wanted to lose. I just don't think this team was it, you know. And but again, step out from this team. What team was it? Maybe maybe it was the baby boilers. Maybe you know. Did did Hummel's knee cost us a, a national title or two? Maybe. Maybe. This this team. I don't know if it's necessarily that they didn't have the want. They just weren't focused. And they never had the focus. It was the entire season of this. It's not like this is a brand new thing. I thought that maybe when the tournament came, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah, and it's focus isn't really something you can coach or teach. You're either engaged or you're not. And there were just times that they would. And, and there was like you look at Wisconsin. They were super focused. They were super disciplined. And they lost last round. And and Purdue pulled it off. Had Jaden and Ivy probably played a good game, we probably would have played this. We probably would have pulled this game off. <laughs> if Jay, Honestly. If Jaden Ivy played a bad game, Purdue wins this game. Yeah. If Jaden Ivy had played a, yeah, half a decent game, like we would have been fine. It's so. It's hard to like be like, oh, it was this or that because it's like, I don't know, just a little thing could have changed and we could have won this game. Well, I had Aiden on, but it looks like Aiden disappeared. So his internet must be as bad as mine. Uh, I'm just going to go from the top. John Ruffles, you should be on, man. John, John, unmute yourself. I've had trouble. Yeah, with sorry, man. Yeah, sorry. So, so when it comes down to it, I mean, it seemed like St. Peter's had the magical formula. They held. Purdue under 70 points, which we know that's the magical point threshold that Purdue usually looks at to win a game. And then they just force Purdue to turn the ball over time after time after time after time. And then just looking at it, they seem like they just weren't prepared. And so, I mean, were they just not prepared for a team that kind of just came out of left field and just surprised them? Or was it eventually come down to where we can finally get over the hurdle? 
Again, game specific. Yeah, they had the magic formula, but why? Why did everybody else have the magic formula against this in years past too? So, good question. <laughs> I don't know any other way to phrase it. Any, any of my other co-hosts got anything on that? No. No, I'm waiting on a pizza to finish cooking because that's about I need to like sad eat like half of that in like two and a half minutes. I'm so sad that I keep going like in and out of my thoughts. Like I'm literally so depressed. You guys don't even know right now. I'm sitting in this hotel like by myself in a corner. Phil, what's up? Hey guys, um, a couple of things here. Number one, Purdue just doesn't play modern basketball. I mean, I'm watching the North Carolina UCLA game on mute here. But, I mean, they've got guys that can get the ball and go make shots. Defensive game plan for St. Peter's tonight was no doubling the post. If those guys go and give you 40, that's fine. Um, Blitz Jaden Ivey off of every ball screen. Make him uncomfortable. He'll turn it over, which he did. Purdue is just does not play modern basketball. They, they rely on the post. And it's not a recipe for success in the modern game. Um, if Now, I will say this, Matt Painter, you know, I'm 44 years old. I graduated in 01. Um, I've been watching Purdue basketball for a long time. If Matt Painter, Painter has shown the ability to adjust, but he's got to make a big adjustment to his recruiting profile. He's got to make a big adjustment to his game plan. Um, and get guys that can go and get you shots. I'm hoping Colvin's kid can be that guy in a couple of years, but I don't know. Also, t- tonight, I mean, the, the hey. turning point tonight for me was the ticky-tack foul calls, and, and I don't think there were bad calls, but we just had we're, – we're the team that gets into the bonus early and gets into the bo- and, and gets to the foul line, and down the stretch in the second half, we were bumping guys, and we, we got them into the bonus early, and – and that was an issue for us, um, and that's what hurt us tonight. It, it's super disappointing, uh, but I do have faith in Painter, and there's no chance that Purdue ever gets rid of Painter. It's just not going to happen. I don't want him to, but he's got to adjust, and I hope he will, and I hope he makes his staff a little bit stronger too. Um, I was going to say, Painter, I mean, he kind of did change his recruiting here. Um, I mean, didn't he say he stopped going after Stars and started going after Purdue guys? No, well, yeah. I mean, we've, he's built the culture back the right way for sure. I mean, but but at some point you got to have more than one person on the team at a time that can play basketball. So he's got to kind of find that thread that needle a little bit better. Steve Lear, what's up? Hey, thanks for letting me get on. It's my first time doing this uh, with you all, so uh, very interesting. Um, I mean, I, I saw some of the same issues we've had all year. You know, the turnover issues, the sloppiness with the basketball, ill-advised passes, uh, having a hard time breaking full-court pressure, all that was evident. Um, but I think specifically for this game, a couple of things I noticed, I don't, I don't know if anybody else did, it seemed like we were sagging off too much defensively, giving up too many of those mid-range 12 to 17-foot shots. And I'm like, somebody step out. Step out and stop the basketball. Uh, how many corner threes were they getting when we were – you know, like, I don't want to get on Sasha, but how many times was he sagging into the lane, letting his guy stand there by himself for a three-pointer in the corner? That kind of stuff, I think, really hurt the team tonight. 
I mean, we were the we're the bigger team here, bigger, faster, stronger, all this. And we treat this game, I think, like they were the bigger, stronger, faster team. I mean, uh, Purdue did not enforce their will tonight at all. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I tell you what, the, what makes me sick watching is watching the other team get ten seconds to set their uh, full court press up while we worry about who's inbounding the ball. Uh, we've done that all year, and I don't know why we just don't closest guy to the baseline, grab the ball, and freaking go. Yep. You know, and that, and it's not we've done that all year. We've done that all the last fourteen years. Um, abandon that shit and get the damn thing down the court. It's um, just the little things too. Like Steve was talking about open shooters. The one three that Sasha gave up, he closed out with the speed of continental drift. Where you knew the guy was going to shoot it. Sasha stopped like three and a half feet short got his hands up as the guy was going into the shooting motion so at that point you're already too late it's just like the little things that this team could have done they just didn't and it was it's hard to like repeatedly say that and there you would want there to be something else but like this team like on the margins didn't do enough to win close games when it mattered all right, Chase, you're up, buddy. Yeah, I know people are pretty pretty ticked off. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, yeah, I know pretty people are pretty ticked off, and you know they just kind of want to hear themselves say something. But um, you know, I don't I don't think the answer is is benching Jaden Ivy. I think that's ridiculous. You don't you don't have an NBA talent that you've got for for three more games potentially or hopefully, and you put him on the bench. But you before we you started taking callers, you were asking, you know. Why are we the people that this happens to over and over and over again? And a couple of callers ago, uh, I think his name was Phil, said something along the lines of uh, that he, he the painter has shown that he has the ability to adjust. But in my opinion, that's just that's just not the case. Um, year after year, game after game, I've said the formula to beat Purdue is got to be one of the most known formulas in college basketball because you look at you go back and you look at games that we've lost and you even go back and look at games that we've won when we've been ahead. You know, you, all, the, the formula is clear. You press Purdue and then you drop back into a matchup zone, a two, three zone or one, three, one zone. And we're an efficient offense, but we're only an efficient offense when people defend like we think they will. When people play half court, man, when people play, you know, a, a, an offense where we can dribble the ball up the court, set up our offense and, and 20, you know, with 25 seconds left on the shot clock, we start running our motions. If you put us off that rhythm, our offense just crumbles. And if you go back and you watch the North Texas game, they pressed us. If you go back and watch the IU game, they pressed us when we lost. If you go back and watch this game, they pressed us. And it wasn't, and it's not like it's the hardest pressure in the world. The Michigan game, they pressed us, but it's a, it's a soft press. They drop back into a 2-3 zone. We don't get our offense going until there's 15 seconds left in the shot clock. And that's one way that I think that Painter has shown that he will not he, – he he's, he's not able to adjust. We don't – we haven't changed. Go back to the VCU game however many years ago. I mean, that's that's when it was really exposed, right? VCU pressed the shit out of us, and we just gave the ball right to well, him. Well, and, and, and one play in this game that really threw me off, because when, the, when teams press you, that's supposed to be a high-risk defense. It's a high-risk, high-reward defense. 
But w- in one play in this game in particular, we broke the press and Gillis caught the ball at the top of the key. And he had Sasha behind him in the corner with nobody on that half of the court. And he had Edie down low. And if any other team caught the ball right there, even though Gillis isn't really a ball handler, he would turn towards the basket and we would attack that. But he waited for their defense to get set, handed it off to Eric, and we set up our half-court offense because we're yeah, so, exactly. we are so set on running our offense the way that we want to run it, no matter what the defense is doing, that we are willing to give up advantageous positions in order to set up our, our, our <laughs> motions. That's a great point. But do, did you notice to begin the season, though, how we attacked presses and we made them pay for being mm-hmm. overly aggressive? And it just – it changed. It changed in, in January. It changed. Um, the first time I saw it, it as be as bad as it was, as bad as it really got was in the Iowa game where we won, but we were up 20 and we almost blew it. And they started pressing us and we just fell apart. And nothing ever changed from that point on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. So, uh, Chase, thanks much, man. We, we got a lot of people to get through here. So, no, but- uh, Gabby, who's next? Uh, let's go with DQ. Do we, do we want to try and get through everybody or what you thinking? Anybody, anybody out there? DQ, you can unmute yourself. I'm talking to dead air. Anybody that just got put on, you can talk now. Hey, what's going on, guys? You can hear me? I can hear you. Hey, what's going on? Hey, tough night for the Boilermakers. It sucks. It hurts. I think Chase just made a really good point. And one thing I want to highlight is Purdue, you know, I, I think when you take a step back, like they had a good year. You, you don't walk away with it with much to remember, which honestly sucks considering how talented they were and the potential that was there. But number one ranking was, was fun to watch. There was a lot of fun moments. But just getting to tonight, a few things I just want to react to that was brought up throughout the call and a couple of points I'll make myself. Like one, I don't think refereeing was an issue tonight. There was ticky-tacky fouls both way. It was it was a pretty fairly called game. They, they let the boys play. Yeah, no. You can't go after the refs. I mean, in the moment, it's yeah, they let, this is not they let the boys problem. play tonight. Um, and I can take that. I think um, if we want to talk about Painter, is recruiting philosophy, the style of play he coaches, like you can go back and forth on that. Uh, I look back on this season specifically and I say, hey, we beat Nova. We beat UNC. Um, we beat teams that have made runs. And I think, you know, Painter's philosophy is what it is. I think the style of play you can debate on more. But at the end of the day, you can win that way. You, you might not be the most exciting. And, and granted, in college basketball specifically, is it the best for tournament style? I don't know. But, but I, got, I got trust in Painter. The one, the one criticism I'll definitely agree to is his body language. Um, I think a point was made earlier around, like, when, when games get tight, he gets tight. And I think he needs to be better about that, man. Like, his, his players follow his lead, and it's just terrible to see when he gets out there in, in these tight situations. It's like, you look up at Coach Painter, is that the leader you want, you know? So I want, I want you guys to react to that. And then I, I have one other point I just want to make about tonight, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, if I look at this game specifically, I, I you know, 
call it a coach's a coach's game, a player's game, whatever. Like players did not show up tonight, man. Like Eric Hunter gave nothing to this team tonight, yes, offensively at least. Really nothing. He got choked up on the press, needed help all night there, and he, he zero points. Come on, bro. Jaden Ivey, flat out bad. Trevion started off terrible. Granted, his game overall at the end was decent. He started off terrible. Edie, bad, right? Turnovers all every minute he had. And, uh, you know, three-point defense is weak. The turnovers were terrible. We gave up way too many offensive rebounds to be a bigger-sized team. So, tonight I put it on the players more than I put it on Painter. Big picture. I think there are questions with Painter. I'm not suggesting we move on from him. I got a lot of love for the Boilers, man. This one hurts, but, you know, it's the, the it's same old story, unfortunately. thought this year might have been the one to break the mold, but appreciate you guys letting me on. Uh, it's always good to follow you all on Twitter. And uh, don't want to say looking forward to the next season, but, you know, I'm trying to keep my head up. Ben, I'm right there with you. Um, Recruiting-wise, I feel like Painter does a pretty good job recruiting for our program. Um, I don't, I don't, maybe some, I really liked, I really liked our old offensive coach that went to Penn State, so it's hard to, like, is that a part of it that we lost the coach and we're trying to, like, fill a void there? Um, but I, I really do like his offensive strategy. I do think his in-game coaching has some questionable calls. Um, like today he signed Titans up. Maybe that's just who he is as a coach and that will never change <laughs> but man does it hurt it's another sweet 16 loss it hurts so to hit one of his points is like painter gets so tight and he does and i think he's tried to break that by you know letting star um just go out and play ball but i think we've seen um yeah. with ivy <laughs> i was gonna that, say actually you know, his, more- his leash Ethan Moore touched on this when um, Carson Edwards, like during the tournament last year when he went off, or two years ago, 2018. Ethan Moore goes, Where was that offense when I was there? He said something to that, like, effect of, like, Oh, oh yeah. He's Painter letting had him. those guys really he, tight. Yeah, like, he's letting him go off. Like, why wasn't I allowed to do that? And so, it, his philosophy has obviously changed. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, the baby boilers, I remember that, that they played so tight, right? They were afraid to do anything outside of Painter's system, and they were still really good. Um, and I don't know that we're necessarily in that situation right now, but it does feel like, man, Painter gets so tight, and, and he's right. You know, the team the team starts playing so tight. You, it, you know, you could see St. Peter's, man. They were loose. They were playing ball, right? They just they just did everything right. And and that's not the first time we've seen it. We see it over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again and just never fails. We're losing you, bro. Well, sorry. You were in and out there. Uh, We want to keep chugging through these speakers, or what are you thinking, Gavin? Uh, We could do like one more. Let's do two more. Ryan, you're on, buddy. Hey, can you guys hear me? Hey, what's up? Yes, sir. Hey, um, first off, thanks for uh, it's 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 uh, it's nice to help vent after these. Um, This may be an unpopular opinion. I've I'm a third generation boiler. I've, I've you know, been to all the excruciating losses, but like big picture, when do we start like 
Purdue is the only pro. Like you know, you guys go on Twitter. We're a national laughing stock. You know what? At what point does this? You know, does Purdue as a program like start to question? Like, you know, is Painter the right coach? You know, he has so much talent. Year after year, some of the best bigs in the country, guards. Year after year, at what point is it like? You know, he's just not the guy. You know, like at what point? You know, you look at programs like Texas, move on from Rick Barnes and guys that are beloved. And, you know, uh, we hate, we love to hate on IU, but they take out Tom Crean after, you know, <clears throat> I mean, at what point is like us as like fans, like enough is enough. We're tired of going to sweet 16. We're tired of having the best, you know, regular season wins. We beat Nova, we beat UNC, you know, we have these big wins at home. At what point is like enough enough? Like, I feel like pretty, we, we act like we're like a, you know, uh, you know, like a D two program at times, and I know that might sound scorched earth. Look at um, and, and I'm not. Look at Jay Wright at, at Nova. <laughs> small. What's little, that? Look at Jay Wright at Nova and his small school and what he's done. Well, at at what point? I mean, we're no, not. No, but what now. point is enough? Like enough? Like at least we pose the question. Like Painter feels like he's untouchable right now, and it, and it and there's really no excuse. He's the only guy like that's been this long that hasn't been to a Final Four. That's all we're known for right now. I don't. I don't think it's, that Painter doesn't want it. I think that Painter wants it. But yeah, I, 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 I do understand your frustration. I do. I mean, I think we all do. Uh, I mean, Painter understands. He he knows. He knows that that he's he knows exactly what we said on here. But at what point are we there? Well, we're not there yet. I can tell you that nobody's gonna. Hey, you you're know, Painter out. sticks around. You're going, you're going in and out. All right, I'll just keep adding speakers, and you can talk to them. <laughs> uh, uh, let's do one. Can you hear me now? No. No. Um, I, pick, I, I mean, pick. I will agree. It is frustrating. I mean, I don't know the answers. I don't want to be one of those programs that puts a coach because we do do better than, you know, we just haven't bro- broken that mold, and it's like, what is it going to take? I mean, I think we all expected it this season, and it didn't happen. Um, let's take our, let's take our last one. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Scott, unmute yourself and, uh, give us your words of wisdom. I don't know if I got words of advice or, or wisdom or anything like that. I think it's really easy on, on games like this, um, to try to go after painter. Um, I like painter. I think it's been questionable all year as far as who he's had on the floor I've kind of harped on that at different times throughout the year. Um, I can't help but go back and think that if he would have stuck with Travion, Travion makes things happen. Whether it was good or bad, he still made things happen. And it was evident tonight. It's been evident in different games. I think when Williams come in at first, it took him a little bit to get on court. Um, But once he got in the flow and got going, you know, he moves his feet. He did well. And I just – I. It's hard to it's hard to go back and say, hey, you know, what would we have really had this year if we'd have had the right guys on the floor? Um, Thompson should not have been on the floor tonight. Um, I don't think Newman ever did make it on the floor, did he? I didn't. No. You know, and it's that's another one. If I don't know what the deal is there, but you got to work through that. And Gabby, I'll go back to what you said. I said it the last time when I was on here. You know, I think.
Susan, Micah Shrewsbury as Hurt Painter. Somehow, if he, yeah, if he's going I wasn't going to name names, but yeah, Shrewsbury if, was a big loss. Yeah, it is, and I and the and the boys. I don't know if you guys. I'm sure you guys saw the interview of Shrewsbury when after you know Purdue beat them and Shrewsbury was talking to Newman. They asked him, "Hey, you know what was what was that?" The press was asking, "What's what's what was that all about?" And there was a tight connection there between Newman and Shrewsbury. And I think Newman got a lot of his breaks and a lot of his time because of Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury saw talent there. And when we don't have that, Painter, if he's going to stay around and he wants to be successful, he's going to have to figure out how to surround himself with guys that's going to make him look good. Because I don't think he's right where he needs to be right now. And it, it baffles me that these coaches that are sitting on the sideline with him don't see and, – and if you think of all the hours – that they watch tape, how they end up putting some of these lineups out there on the floor that just flat kills the momentum. There's really, uh, honestly, there's no excuse that we just lost this team. There's really no excuse. No. We went by Ivy or Evie or Painter. Like, we should have won this game, yeah. and that's what's really freaking sick. And the, But the, if you think about it, too, the, peac- the Peacocks are so quick. They're so little, they're so quick, and it, they've taken every team out of their rhythm that they've played. And I don't know if everybody just thinks, hey, they're a 15 seed. We can beat these guys. Look how little they are. But, man, they're yeah. so quick. They were, I don't think they were truly – like, I mean, if you're going to put them on a bracket, I don't really think they were a 15 seed. Absolutely But not. I do think that we should have <laughs> – I do think that we should have beat them. It is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but they're so quick, and I think that's why Edie never got uncorked because they were moving so fast around him that there was no way he was going to keep up with them. And we tried we tried to play over top of them, but Edie couldn't get his feet moving quick enough to make anything happen, and they were sucking two, two three guys down on top of him and shut him down pretty quick, and then Travion come in. And then, and then we started pounding it so far inside that we, we weren't running any kind of an offense outside. We weren't even trying to take a three when it got toward the, you know, two-thirds, three-fourths three away through the uh, second half because we were having success, <laughs> but we weren't doing anything on the outside to to even keep that opened up. They were just sucking down, and you could just see them. They were just trying to back down in to Travion as much as they could, knowing that they're quick enough that they could recover back to the outside if they had to on a three-point shot. And then if, if our, our star NBA guy isn't going to do his job out there, then – you know, it game game over at that point. So it's just frustrating, and everybody can sit here and and you know, it, it's it's just somebody, hard. Somebody just texted me. How does this fifteen seed peacock roll their way into the elite eight? And Purdue can't even do it. It's <laughs> huge school, barely. Basically, we made it once, and it is kind of frustrating. It's like. Seriously, what the hell? Like, <laughs> why do we not ever do this? Like, this is so bad. I don't get it. Well, and, all, Scott, and also, everybody stop texting me. <laughs> right. Scott, thank you. Um, can, Gabby, can you hear me now? Or is my internet still terrible? Yeah. You're in and out, but I hear you. Um, I think we're done for the night. Okay. Are you good with that? Yeah. Um, guys, I I'm not gonna apologize for Purdue. This sucks. Um, there's no other way to put it. Um, 
I don't have a whole lot of nice things to say. I'm sure I will later in the year or later in a, in a couple of weeks, but um, I'm sure that we'll be back with a season recap and kind of a look towards the off season. Uh, it's, it's hard to say a lot of positive things right now, but you know, at the end of the day, we're still Purdue fans and, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back here next season. Um, you know, or actually in the off season, we'll be feeding lots of Purdue basketball. So, um, how big your brother's breaking up here? So, wrap us up, hear- Gabby. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, if if you can't hear him, this was how big your brother game day, Gabby. Um, after the Purdue loss to the Peacock, <laughs> sixteen. Um, it's painful. It hurts. We'll be back again. Next year to do it all over again. We will be covering other sports, hopefully baseball, um, and then football starts up, and and we'll be here. So follow us on Twitter at Game Day Gabby at Rollstein Three and at Habitual Boiler. Um, this is a tough one to swallow. I don't have a lot, any good words to say because I'm pretty depressed right now. But boiler up, go Boilers. <laughs>